Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, another night at the ballpark, another victory for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, They take the first couple of games from the Chicago White Sox. Now we're both sitting here with a record of 76 wins, 79 losses. Twins defeat the Chicago White Sox tonight, 8-4. to This is Final Pitch here on News Talk 830-WCCO, and I'm your host, Henry Lake. Uh, Christopher Tubbs is producing, and we will take your reactions, your phone calls, your, your perspectives, just anything you want to talk about with Twins baseball. I know that we, we, we typically will talk about just the perspective and opinions of tonight's ball game, but we can – we could talk about more than just what occurred here tonight at 651-461-9226. I'll give you that phone number one more time, 651-461-9226, because we're starting to wind down the season. The Twins' final game here at Target Field tomorrow afternoon, so that means that's your last opportunity to come here and watch the Minnesota Twins, and then they'll finish on the road. All right, so that's why I want to open it up and say, look, if you want to talk about um, things that have transpired here at the end of the season, maybe things that you want to look forward to to start next season, uh, maybe anything that you want to dive into um, and you feel like the team should address in the off season, 651-461-9226. A few things, okay, with regards to tonight's ball game. Uh, Josh Winder, um, he had... I don't say he he had a bad outing necessarily. Uh, He wasn't Bailey Ober because Bailey Ober was phenomenal last night going uh, seven and a third innings and gave up nothing. Josh Winder tonight, he went four and two-thirds innings, gave up six hits, three earned runs. Uh, He didn't walk any batters, struck out six on 91 pitches. 91 pitches. That's how many pitches last night that Bailey Ober threw. And he was clearly much more efficient, much more in control, much more dominating um, as last night's starter. But with that being said, a couple things and a couple people, actually three individuals I want to give shouts out to tonight um, that, that impressed me. Um, and, and quite frankly, there's a fourth that I'll, that I'll mention here in a, in a few minutes. But Matt Walner, he just... He's like just the RBI guy, right? He that's all he wants to do is is drive um, runs home. He wants to get guys across the plate. And one of the biggest things, okay, that I think back to here for the 2022 season, 
when when Twins fans who will ultimately be frustrated, who will say, you know what, we cheered on this team. There were a lot of really cool moments for a good portion of the season. We were in first place, and we were feeling good about the prospects of going to the postseason, and then it feels like just the bottom fell out the last couple of months. One of the things that we'll ultimately um, look at, and I think that this is the biggest thing that was problematic for this team this year was that, and I know that you'll attest to this, Chris, because you've been a part of this this postgame show um, the majority of the year, is that and it, it was just a theme. It, it wasn't uh, a mirage. It, was a tr- it, was, it, uh, it wasn't a mirage. It was absolutely a trend the entire year. The Twins as a team across the board had problems with runners in scoring position. They just didn't take care of business. That, that's just and, and look, I know that there will be other things that we'll look at. We had injuries with the starting rotation. We had injuries to key significant people um, in the everyday lineup. I get all of that. But when we had opportunities to score runs, we didn't take advantage. And you cannot leave a million runners on base in scoring position and not scratch off more than a few of those runs. That's yeah. going to come back to bite you, and, and, and I'm I'm exaggerating when I say a million, but you get the point that I'm making. Oh, absolutely, because we can talk about the injuries all we want, but at the end of the day, even when guys were in the lineup, Henry, there were stretches where they just could not execute. Yeah, where, where that offense would go silent. How many? How many? How many? How many games a season? And I'm being honest. How many games a season? Did um, and we're all Twins fans too. Mm-hmm. How many games this season did we see the Twins in the first two to three innings have so many runners on base where you could actually jump out to a three, four, five nothing lead on a team and you're not able to scratch across runs? Oh, we it, saw that it, way yeah. too many times. Yeah, we did, and even when they did. It seemed like they would do it, and then they would just – you wouldn't get anything for the rest of the game. Yeah. They could never consistently execute on a regular basis. And, I mean, as much as we love Carlos Correa this year, and I hope that he decides to come back, you know, I, I hope that somehow the Twins decide that they want to bring him back and, you know, that he wants to be back here. But we were talking about when are we going to have that big Carlos Correa moment? When were we going to have that? We didn't, we didn't get that till late in the season, and I feel like now we're getting some of those good vibes, which is great, but yeah, we can't just go back and say, well, there was one thing that caused this team to struggle the way that they did. You just have to execute when you get those chances. Yeah, because they had chances this year. But this was across the board in terms of the execution of runners just scoring. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This is just I'm talking about. This is everybody's in the same boat here. And the reason why I'm bringing this up um, here is just because I mentioned Walner with a couple of hits tonight and three runs batted in. Those were the type of at bats that you needed during the course of that regular season. Excuse me. Six five one. Four six one, nine two two six. Someone else that um, performed well throughout the season was Caleb Thilbar. <clears throat> Needed some water. Caleb Thilbar was outstanding. Chris, what did you think of his season? Oh, I, I thought Caleb Thilbar Henry was. I, I think 
he was your only reliable left-handed bullpen arm that you had because this team is so heavily reliant on right-handers, you know, even in the rotation. But Caleb Thielbar came in and he basically had to, he had to serve multiple roles and that's hard. And I thought overall, you know, sometimes we like to make a big deal out of, you know, hey, the guy's from Minnesota. Yeah. He's ex- you know, I, I feel like that might be a little overblown, but with Caleb Thielbar, I, I feel like there was so much pressure on him because he was the only guy that could fill that role. And he was fantastic. I, I don't ever think I saw a situation this year where the moment was too big for him. I, I thought that Caleb Thielbar, number one, to me, he had one of the top five seasons for Minnesota Twin. Because when you talk about somebody coming out of that bullpen that was consistent, never too high, never too low, never had his confidence shaken, for the majority of the season, he was doing his damn job and performing at a high level, getting this team out of a, a, a ton of jams. And there's always going to be moments or games where a guy's going to give up a couple of hits or it just won't be his, his night. That was not typical, though, of Caleb Dilbar. So my hat goes off to Caleb Dilbar because I thought he had uh, a really good season yeah, for and, the Minnesota and, Twins. Yeah, and you mentioned the one word, Henry, and I was going to ask you this. We're kind of you know starting to look back and figure out you know what were the bright spots on this season. You said the one word, and I feel like the one thing that Caleb had that very few could say they had was the, the consistency. And I'm, yeah. gla- I'm glad that you mentioned that because Caleb- I feel like that's something that – might be, you know, could be a tad overlooked. Caleb Thilbar this season, um, or tonight rather, not this season, but on the season, uh, four and two, he got the win tonight, went uh, one in the third inning, gave up no runs, one strikeout, um, and zero walks. Caleb Thilbar with the win number four on the season. The loss tonight goes to Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto. We crossed paths in Kansas City. Uh, Johnny Cueto is a very interesting guy. Very, very interesting guy. Uh, I said someone else that I definitely want to give props to, Jake Cave. We talked about him last night. I, I just love his energy, man. I love his passion for the game. He plays like every game that he is in is going. It potentially could be his last. Three hits tonight for Jake Cave. Um, and I know that many of you would be like, come on, man. You're propping up Jake Cave. I don't care what you say. When you have guys that are always ready that will go from the minors to the big leagues in the blink of an eye and is prepared and ready to go when somebody gets injured or something happens and he needs to step in, I love guys like that. And if you listen to his post-game interview tonight, I think anybody instantly will become a J.K. fan if they're not already one. 651-461-9226. We'll take a break. We'll come back. I'm going to tell you and talk to you um, about or talk with you about the main reason that I'm going to be dialed in, locked in to Minnesota Twins baseball here for the remaining games of the season. We'll do that next year on Final Pitch. All right, welcome back to uh, to Final Pitch. Deuce Talk 830 WCCL. Twins win tonight 8-4 to over the Chicago White Sox. I'm hanging out here. My final, final pitch from Target Field. We still have other Final Pitch shows to do. I just won't be sitting here in the booth. Just tomorrow's the uh, the final home game of the season, day game, no final pitch. Jason DeRussia after uh, Twins baseball. So 
So this is it for me. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to get emotional. I kid, I kid, I kid. All right, so I said before the break that there is something that's going to have me locked into Twins baseball here as we finish off the regular season. And the thing that is going to have me locked in, and I hope that you guys are paying attention to it too, is the the race for the batting title. That's a big deal to me. Luis Arise is right there, and I want him to win it. I want Luis Arise to win the American League batting title. So as it stands right now, after the Yankees played tonight and the Twins played tonight, Luis Arise and Aaron Judge are both batting 313. 313. And I think that it's going to. I'm not saying there's no chance that Xander Bogarts um, can't win it. That's not what I'm saying because he's batting 309. I think it's going to come down to Judge and it's going to come down to Luis Arise. Isn't that enough to stay invested, Chris? I think that's enough. It's yeah, enough it, for me. It it should be. It should be. Especially, I mean, Aaron Judge is, he's looking at history. I mean, he's he's looking at a triple crown. And we've still got the debate, you know, Aaron Judge or Shoatani. You know that he wants it because it's a free agency year. I mean, he, he took that chance and he's going to go into this offseason if he has that triple crown to his name, that is a crazy bargaining chip that he's got in his in his back pocket. But I think if we can take it away from the Yankees, let's take it away from the Yankees. I mean, they get all the fun. We want something. See, I just want Luis Arise to have it. That's that's all I, I don't it's to me it's not even about Aaron Judge. It's about our guy representing because, look, but isn't it sweeter if you take it away from a Yankee, though? Not I, really. I, what? Oh, it's, nah. it's always better when you take it away from a take Yankee. Take away what? They're going to the postseason. Yeah, but I, it I doesn't mean, really matter. Yeah, but I mean, you don't, you know, you don't want him to have the batting title. But it's you don't have that yeah, I do. No. I do want Luis. Well, no, what I'm saying is this. Because that, see, I I get it. You just gotta you gotta chill, Chris. I know that you hate the Yankees and all that. The batting title is not. One guy versus another guy. It is one guy beating and crushing the rest of the league. So so from that specific lens, I don't care if it's Aaron Judge. I don't care if it's Xander Bogarts. What if Aaron Judge doesn't get another hit for the rest of the season? Uh, now he's tied Roger Maris. Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying? So so I guess my point is is that, Luis, give us something, bro. Like, we're going to love you up. I want, and, I want Luis Arise to have it, but I want Aaron Judge to finish second. Because I want him to be looking Why does up it matter? At, well, because I, I want us to I, I want to take something away from the Yankees. Like the Yankees have the postseason. The Yankees have this this you know crazy winning streak over. But us. of all of the Yankees, of all of the Yankees, Aaron Judge is actually like the one that you like the most. Aaron Judge is, is with the great story, being adopted, uh, just the, the type of person like. I, I can't. I don't root against Aaron Judge. I don't, I like don't, I don't root for the Yankees, I, but he's wearing pinstripes. That's enough for me. <laughs> That's it's enough a for me. Hater. You're a hater. Yes, I you're am. a hater. I am. Yes, bona- <laughs> hater raid. Yes, right. Hater raid. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Let's see if Kelly Matson from Maple Grove. Kelly, are you a hater? Uh, uh, um, I don't know. It depends on. Uh, it depends on. Uh, uh, 
Uh, is, uh, is Judge more huggable than Louisa Rice? Is he more lovable than Louisa Rice? I, I would say yeah. no. Because, <laughs> I was I would say no because Louisa's our guy. But you know, I don't have any anything anything to knock uh, your yeah, judge is on. He, uh, yeah, I mean, is he more huggable? Is, does he give more hugs? Is he oh huggable? He huggable? Hug? I thought yeah. he said lovable. Is he more huggable? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's. He's a pretty what? How tall is Aaron Judge? He's like what six four? He's chiseled. Was he like two twenty, two thirty? I don't know. Huggable. It'll be easier for me to hug Louisa Rise because Louisa Rise is is closer in height to me. Uh, I would want to. <laughs> I would want to. I would want to hug Louisa Rise. Oh yeah, See, I, I would. I have no that. issue with hugging anybody. <laughs> you going? You going to yeah. give me a hug? You going to give me a hug one day, Kelly? Uh, if you know, if I meet you, then okay. I'll give you a hug. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Sounds good. All right, what you got for me tonight? So yeah, so I was wanting to know, are they gonna have? Because um, it seems like Max Kepler was gonna be like uh, this um, trusted starter that was going to get um, uh, the biggest of bats. I know what you hold on. I know where this is going. I know where Kelly Matson's going. She is now starting officially. Kelly Matson from April Grove has started the the um the controversy of Matt Walner versus um uh Kepler. Who, <laughs> Max Kepler. I see what you're doing here. Yeah, um just uh I'm I'm not saying uh I'm not booing Matt Walner all because uh you know, uh, Matt Matt Walner. Uh, he uh, he actually uh, uh, he actually because he grew up in Forest Lake. I know where Forest Lake is. Gotcha. So yeah. So I was just wanting to know because um, you know it just seems like um, there there's got to be some uh, program or some. Uh, uh, well. Well, I see. I see what you're saying, and thanks. And thanks to the phone call from from Kelly Madsen, maybe essentially what she's saying is, and I don't, I don't knock Kelly for for asking the question, but it is realistic to think or to to look and and see that Kepler has had some injuries, uh, some some issues with injuries here the last few seasons. He hasn't played to the level that he played at a couple of years ago. Remember when we had the big Bomba squad and Max Kepler, to me, I, I thought he should have made the All-Star yeah, uh, back, team yep, that year. Back, back in 19, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought he should have made the All-Star game that year. I, I'm dead serious. I thought he played at that type of level. He's got a couple more years under contract. I think that one of the years, though, I think that the 2024 year is um, is a club option. Okay. But but next year he's scheduled to make eight and a half million dollars, and you've got young guys in your organization that you are bringing back, and so I, I wonder how they view Max Kepler because I know that there are a lot of fans this year that were frustrated with Max Kepler, um, but we'll see. I, I think that Max Kepler is an interesting name to think about over the course here of the off season. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Let's go to Karen in Northeast. Hey, hey, Karen. Karen. Oh, hey, Karen. Hey, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? You're back from Kansas City. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I had a good time. How about you? Um, well, you know, I was I was a little bit disappointed that you and your son um, ended up uh, getting swept while you were in Kansas City. But it's, you know, I, I can't blame you. i got to blame the team. 
<laughs> Not me. <laughs> that baloney again. <laughs> me under the bus. I remember. I remember. <laughs> How are you tonight? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to hear that they won. I'm glad Luis got two hits, and I'm glad. I'm thrilled, and I agree with you a thousand percent. It's worth hanging in there just to see what he does. Yeah, I, I just you know he he's a guy that. You know how, like, every team in professional sports will have the 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 stars that are always going to fly under the radar? The the, the guys yeah. that will be consistent, they'll be really good, they'll be super solid players, but they'll never make it into that realm of where everybody from coast to coast is going to always acknowledge that said player. Yeah. And I think that Luis Arise falls into that category. I give you a perfect example. And part of this is is the lack of marketing from Major League Baseball, clearly, right? But there are some players oh, in Major yeah. League there's some players in Major League Baseball that if they walk down a busy street, they'll get recognized, right? There's a few of them, okay? But there's a lot there's a there's a lot of guys that, that they walk down the street, they'll know what no one will ever know. Luis Arise is one of them. And, and what I and what I'm what I mean by that is is I'm not talking about just in other cities. I'm talking about there's probably some parts of of Minnesota where if Luis Arise is walking into a store or he walks into a restaurant. I, maybe there'll be a few people that will recognize him, um, but I think and they just won't bother him. But you see what I'm saying? Like like he's one of those guys that, regardless of the fanfare, he's just going to go out there and get it done. Yes. Yeah, and I, see, I know him, and I would bother him. <laughs> yeah, you know him. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. I heard mean, him talking on the radio tonight. I don't know if you heard that, but they were talking about, you know, people should just let him be and let him work on the batting, you know, batting title. And they're they're sliding into his DMs, calling him trash. What are, what are these haters coming from? Well, I'm like, come on. I know. You know, I said, he, he waved at he waved at us. He was happy. He didn't See? care when he waved. I mean, that was cool. That was like, that was like super cool. Yep. You know, yep. and yep. I really, I hope, and I'm, I'm with Chris. I hope he beats the Yankee. I'm all, all I'm all over that. I just want to win. Well, yeah. Well, and I, you know what I was wondering though, and I, I should know this, but I don't. So. To get the triple crown, he has to have the highest average as well, right? He has the yep. He has to have the average, yes. For judge, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So that if he beats him out, he won't. Yeah. And I was curious to see that. Uh, I was surprised that a home run only brought you up by what one point or something. The I don't know what I, you talking about for judge tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, judge has been walking so much, and I don't know what. Um, I don't know how many hits. I don't know what his batting average was coming into tonight. I think it actually was above three thirteen. I, I, I think that maybe. I think that maybe coming into tonight. I, I think that Aaron Judge's batting average was three fourteen. Yeah, I think he was one above. Yeah, yeah, I think he was, yep, yeah. yeah. And I think Luis was three twelve, and then yeah. So it's interesting. Luis got two hits, and then Judge got the home run, and then they end up the same. So let's go, Luis. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, Louisa Rise. Do it for Karen in Northeast. Come on now. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, 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 we'll talk to you later. That's Karen in Northeast checking in here on Final Pitch News Talk 830 WCCO. We'll take a break. We'll get to the highlights, and then we'll wrap it up here on The Good Neighbor. <laughs> All righty now. 
Hey, Mike's Hot Lake. Oh, they just want to just go ahead and just say, Henry Lake, we're just going to hang you the rock and just I, carry us on home. I think this is a sign, Henry. Oh, man. Trying to get me off the air that quickly. Final segment of Final Pitch, News Talk 830 WCCO. Before we get into the highlights, though, really quick, it's going to be a very quick wrap-up here on Final Pitch. I do want to say this, um, and I mean this uh, from the bottom of my heart. I, I'm really wishing everyone in the state of Florida the best. Um, I think that everybody here is thinking about everyone in Florida. I think that people from, from coast to coast are thinking about them. And I, I saw a, a tweet, and I retweeted it, and I saw this about an hour or so ago. But it's just a devastating, horrific, flooding uh, images of Fort Myers. And I I can't imagine living through that situation right now. But uh, my my thoughts are with the people in Florida. And I hope that um, because whenever you see these hurricanes and you see these storms, um, not just in Florida, but all across the uh, uh, the south and in in the in the in the coast there, you you wish nothing but the best for these people. But we know that with these type of storms, we have people that have homes, um, their entire lives are are you know, you know, just flipped flipped over upside down. Lives are lost. Um, so it's it's a extremely devastating um, situation for anyone in this country in the world to be able to watch here. Um, and it's a, it's a very scary ordeal. So I'm wishing people, uh, everyone down in Florida, nothing um, but the best. All right, let's get to the highlights here. Um, Josh Winder was on the mound. Uh, okay night, but the guy that was making it happen offensively for the Twins and helping out Josh Winder was Jay Cave, and he started doing that in the bottom of the second. 1-1 pitch, line drive, base hit right center field. Miranda will score. Urshela held as Sheets fires it back in. Jay Cave RBI single. This is now a one-run game, 2-1 Chicago, and still nobody out as the Twins have runners at the corners. Yeah, because the Twins at that point, they were trailing 2 nothing. Jay Cave comes in with the RBI single, uh, cuts the deficit to 1. Then Matt Walner, he steps up to the plate with an RBI, or two-run, actually, two-run double to give us the lead. And the 1-0 pitch, line to right field. That's a fair ball. That's going to find the corner. Urshela scores. Cave racing around third base. Has the green light from Tommy Watkins. And Cave will score standing. A two-run double from Matt Walner. Just like that, the Twins surge in front. 3-2 Twins. Still nobody out in the home second. The guy that we were talking about early in the show, Caleb Thilbar, continues to be super consistent. And here in the top of the fifth, Another strikeout for Thilbar. Not out of the woods yet, 0-2. Strike three on the inside corner, locked him up. So Thilbar strikes out Jimenez, had three pitches. Bottom of the seventh, uh, the young rookie that we have been excited about all year long continues to do work, Jose Miranda with an RBI double. 1-1 count to Jose. And the pitch, a swing and a fly ball, left center field, deep in the gap. This ball's got some carry near the bullpen, and in play and off the wall. Correa's around third. He is heading home, and he will make it. The relay throw is missed by Andrus, and Correa scores from first base. It's an RBI double for Miranda, and the Twins once again lead by three. It's a 7-4 game. At that point, the uh, the Twins led 7-4, as Corey just mentioned. But uh, in the bottom of the eighth, the hit king himself, Luis Arise, with an RBI single. And the pitch, ground ball, right side base hit, right center. 
Hamilton around third. He will score a two-hit night for Luis Arise, who was batting 312, but that number will climb. So Arise, a two-hit night, drives in his 49th run, and the Twins have an 8-4 lead. All right, 8-4. That was the final score. Rockaball Deli postgame, talking about his offense tonight. It took a lot of different types of at-bats, but good at-bats. And you know when you face Cueto, he's going to make you stay patient. He's going to make you, um, you know, you're not going to be able to go out there and, and ambush anything and, and get overly aggressive. So it forces you into kind of a different mindset. I was happy with the way our guys responded and took to that. Luis Arise is tied with Aaron Judge atop the uh, the the standings there batting-wise. They both are batting 313, so they're right there together. Hopefully Luis Arise is going to come out on top. But this is uh, Luis talking about just fans sliding into his DMs. No, a lot of fans. Yeah. I just go to my DMs and a lot of bad fans, they just say I'm a trash a lot. But I just, I just enjoy some time because... I do a lot of good things, but um, defense like that. So baseball is not easy. I just try to do my best every time there and then try to give you a lot of things for the fans too, but they they just watch in t- on, on TV. They, they're not playing never baseball, but I just, I just go there and enjoy. Come on, fans. I get it. Some of y'all Yankee, hate, uh, Yankee fans are hating on us. I get that, man. Y'all want Judge to win everything. I know ain't no Twins fans sliding and calling him trash. Come on now. That's not how we operate. Uh, last but not least, starting pitcher Josh Winder. He didn't get the victory tonight, but this is Josh talking about his outing. Yeah, it was kind of a mixed bag tonight. felt great. I felt like my stuff was right where I wanted to be. Kind of been working towards that for the past couple weeks. And I um, thought I executed a lot of good pitches and gave us some weak contact for hits and um, got a little unlucky. But for the most part, I think there's a lot of positives to take away from the outing. Just executed a lot of pitches and... Just going to try and keep that up for the next time out. All righty. That's going to wrap up final pitch for this evening. My final, final pitch from Target Field. Not the final, final pitch of the season. But uh, a winning one, 8-4 to four over the Chicago White Sox. Twins try to get the sweep tomorrow at 12-10. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom